What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to NSP. It's Monday. It's six o'clock. So you already know what that means. It's time for some football talk today. We got some. I mean, not really new news, but it's what's trending right now. And what is trending is Zach Wilson. And no, there is not a cougar in the area. It's not why he's trending. I wish that was the case. As bad as it sounds, that's not the case. Okay, he is injured. He's going to be out for two to four weeks, supposedly, uh, due to a bone bruise and a torn meniscus. Um, how did he do this? It was on his second series. First series he goes in, he looks like he learned nothing during the offseason. He looked like <laughs> uh, he just he was scrambling for his life, basically, through an interception. Uh, next series comes in. He scrambles out. He tries to make some yardage and a non-contact injury. And for you Jets fans out there, trust me. I know how it feels, okay? As a fan perspective, I know how it feels when your quarterback gets in, gets injured like that due to a non-contact injury, okay? If y'all don't remember that happened to Jimmy G, uh, his first uh, start for the Niners um, against the Kansas City Chiefs. He tried to go to bounce, tore his ACL. Thankfully, Zach Wilson did not tear his ACL, Okay, as far as they could tell, like I said, it is a bone bruise and a torn meniscus. So he will be out two to four weeks. But really, I did some research over here, Dr. AJ. Okay, I did some research at research and it was saying that they cannot tell how long an individual will be out with a torn meniscus until they are opened up. I'm pretty sure Vince could attest with this. He's he's our health guy, our health professional. And uh so basically what what it is, Vince, they just open them up and just reattach it. Uh, so with the meniscus, it's a little different. It's not like an ACL or MCL or an LCL, whichever ligament you want to talk about. Uh, the meniscus is kind of what grooves your two bones in your leg, your femur, and then the tibia on the bottom. It's kind of what grooves it together, and that's what holds your knee and gives it cushion. So like, uh, that's what happens when a lot of people have arthritis. They usually don't have a meniscus anymore because it depletes with age. Uh, but when you tear a meniscus, Usually it just frays it a little bit. So uh, they're going to go in there and what they call a cleanup. So they clean up the damage that has been there. Uh, I've had it done to myself as well. And they just clean up the damage. That's about it. And then after that, they determine the severity. So if it is a severe meniscus tear, they'll probably have to go in there and replace that meniscus with like a little type of spongy plastic and then his recovery will be a lot longer. But from what it sounds like, it looks like it wasn't that bad. But again, you can't really tell until you go in there. But it seems to be intact, according to the doctors for the Jets. Good. Yeah, good for him. But remember, when he comes back, he's going to come back two to four weeks just to start jogging again. Okay, so he's even way, he's way, way behind now because this upcoming week, he's going to start scrimmaging. They're scrimmaging against the New York Giants, I believe. So... Uh, he's going to be falling behind even more. He's not going to be ready for the season. Uh, Teddy uh, Belcher, hey, man, what's going on? Welcome back. I haven't seen you in a while, in a hot minute. I know you're a part of our fantasy crew. Stay tuned for tomorrow. Um, he says, Zach is not Joe Flacco. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and I noticed a lot of these uh, Jets fans, they're freaking out because of the QB position. 
That's not what you should be freaking out. You should be freaking out because your O line could not hold. It could not hold to 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 save your starting quarterback, your second year quarterback, for him to develop. This is a very important year for him and a very important preseason. So yes, I I, I don't want to hear uh, you guys saying, "Oh, Zach Wilson should be out there." Period. No starting quarterback should be out there. Period. I do agree to a certain extent. Okay, if you're Aaron Rodgers, like he said, why do I need to be out there? Exactly. You're Aaron Rodgers, back to back MVP, three time MVP in the league. Um, yeah, I get it at that point. Tom Brady, uh, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, sure, whatever. This is Zach Wilson. This is his second year in the NFL. He didn't do so hot last year. He's trying to learn. He needs these reps, whether it be one, two series, especially this upcoming practices when they're scrimmaging against the New York Giants. He needs it. The team needs it. He needs to learn and grow with the team. So having him in there, I think it was essential for the team. Unfortunately, it did not pay off as they wanted to, but it is not the end of the world. He's only going to be gone two to four weeks as of now. He is going to go undergo surgery tomorrow, Tuesday. So we will know the full extent, hopefully tomorrow. But you guys should be more worried about your own line. Now, going back to uh, Teddy Belcher, he did say, yes, he's not Joe Flacco. So Jets fans, I'm hearing a lot of news uh, saying, oh, does this mean that Jimmy G gets reunited with Robert Sala? Jimmy G should be, uh, will be a good fit. Okay, relax, everyone. <laughs> relax. You don't want – okay, this is going to sound really bad from me, right? You don't want Jimmy G, okay? Um, let, let's read Teddy Belcher's real quick. He says, that Giants game before Bengals play in Met. Yeah, it, it's it's really bad. MetLife Stadium is known for their injuries. I hate it as a with a passion back in 2020. <laughs> um, the Niners had like five injuries, and it was like two torn ACLs. Nick Bosa was one of them. Very upset yeah. that year. I, I hate MetLife Stadium. But, yes, uh, Going back to Jimmy G, you don't want Jimmy G, okay? Because one, Zach Wilson is not going to be gone the whole year. He's not. And two, Zach Wilson already came out and he already said that Joe Flacco is like a brother to him. They have a great connection there. So why break that connection by bringing another veteran quarterback? And three, you have a third string quarterback, which really should be the second string quarterback named Mike White, which I've been very high on last year. In fact, when Zach Wilson went down, who went in? Mike White. Yeah, yeah, that guy's a stud. He will take Zach Wilson's job with without a blink of an eye. Um, but honestly, that's Joe Flacco's job, and I, you could probably see him playing one or two series now. They're going to be using him as an acting uh, starting QB until Zach Wilson's um, uh, clearance is out. But uh, it will be sweet, Vince. Don't you think if Zach Wilson starts week one, against his former team the baltimore ravens not zach wilson joe flacco i'm sorry yeah i mean that would be cool uh i i don't know if he's actually played against uh the baltimore ravens yet since he's been gone but not as a starting quarterback yeah not as a starting quarterback but i mean it would be cool for him to go the entire four quarters against a baltimore team that still praises defense uh some people say that joe flacco wasn't it when he was on that Super Bowl, uh, uh, that kind of season when he was uh, out there performing, I thought it was all because of him. But, I mean, he also had that defense to help him out. So it would be cool if he goes back over there and he actually beats them with the Jets. 
<laughs> that would be awesome. I think this is a, the Jets team to do it. As crazy as that sounds, I do really like their, their draft. They're all young players. So you, you could definitely tell in the preseason that they're all learning. All learning at the same time. Unfortunately, you do not have Zach Wilson. But in a weird way, I feel like they have a better success rate or a better chance of beating the Ravens with Joe Flacco and not Zach Wilson. Okay, honestly, I think that they could have a better season with Joe Flacco and not Zach Wilson. So why do they want to keep Zach Wilson? Because he's the future. He's a young guy, a lot of talent, a ceiling that hasn't even gone halfway through yet. You just have to really coach him and allow him to understand the game and his teammates. Uh, Jets need another year to be really good. I do get that. Uh, For me, when it comes to rookies, I say this with Trey Lance all the time. It's all about the third year um, because the sophomore slump is huge. Um, Zach Wilson, his supposedly if he could stay healthy this year because that right knee that he injured that he tore his meniscus was the same knee that he aggravated last year um making him miss two games so it's really important for him to come back healthy and perform all year long and get used to these players it is really up to him for the jets to be good um they do have a chance to be good but it's just about health and that o-line that is crazy that o-line could not hold yeah, man. I mean, going back to what you said about preseason and playing stars and stuff like that, uh, I think it was key to play him. And it's unfortunate that he had an injury in a preseason game. Uh, Reed says, can't wait for Trey Lance's sophomore slump. <laughs> well, I mean, in order to have a slump, he's got to be really good in this freshman campaign. So uh, he hasn't really gone through a whole freshman campaign yet, Reed. So uh, it negates so- it. Yeah, yeah, so I'll back EJ up on this one because <laughs> I think I think Trey Lance is going to be pretty good. Uh, but going back to the Jets and their decision to start Zach Wilson, uh, I think it was a smart move. Uh, he needs to vibe well with the guys that they just drafted. Uh, it picks up team morale. You don't have your guy out there who still needs to prove himself on the bench because they're like, oh, we'll save him for the season. You know, you guys are going to get enough practice with him in practice. But when you go into a game, even if it's a preseason game, uh, the vibes are different, man. Everything's going. You can't stop the huddle and be like, oh, wait, 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 we're not lined up correct. Or, oh, wait, 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 don't hit the quarterback. You know, it's live snaps, so everything counts. Uh, but, yeah, I, I agree with Reed. I think that they really aren't going to be good until next year or maybe the following year. But, mm-hmm. again, health is a big thing. So when Zach wasn't out, who else is going to be out, especially there at MetLife? Right. Nick says he can't wait for Lamb to pop off in year two. This is his year. He's wide receiver one. His receivers are, are you know, messed up. They're a little injured. So what can he do to lead that team? What can he do to be a captain on that offense? Okay, you don't really have to rely on Dak Prescott uh, or on Ezekiel Elliott, which this is probably his last year with the Cowboys. But CeeDee Lamb is the future in that wide receiver corpse. He, he is the guy. So let's see what he could do as a leader now that Amari Cooper is gone. Uh, speaking of CeeDee Lamb, Nick, thank you so much for being here live, man. Um, CeeDee Lamb was – I got a lot of a lot of trash back at me when I was talking about fantasy football and having CeeDee Lamb uh, a little bit low, right? But for those of y'all playing our fantasy football league, super excited. I do have a surprise for you guys. will be announced later on. It is on our Discord, uh, so go check it out. But going back to Zach Wilson, 
it coming back, he needs to come back 100%. He's barely going to start to be able to jog after four weeks. So missing the week one game, that's okay. Missing week two, you want him to miss week two so you can come back 100%. You guys have a tough schedule ahead of y'all. And in the first six games, that is a very tough schedule. Allow him to ease into the position. Remember, if you are a a, a real, not all saying real fan, but a humble fan, this probably isn't your year to make the playoffs. This probably isn't your year to go to the Super Bowl. So let him ease into it. Let him learn the correct way and not force him into tough situations, kind of like what Justin Fields went through last year. You don't want him to go into a, a, a situation where your offensive line isn't that strong and you're just getting killed out there in the backfield. Now, will he learn from this? Will he be as mobile from this? He probably won't run as much. And hopefully this is a huge stepping stone for him to learn on when to leave, when to go out of bounds and when to stay in bounds. Okay. Don't be flashy. I know there's plenty of moms out there that you're trying to impress. I get it, you know, but there's a time and there's a place brother. Okay. Hopefully you have a speedy recovery and you get back out there and you lead the jets to the playoffs or to the super bowl in the next upcoming seasons. Shoot, man. If anything, this injury is going to help him go get some uh, of those women out there in New York. You know, he's got so much time on his hands now. And I don't think he's got a, a four hour uh, prep session that he's got to do like some other quarterbacks. <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, I hope he recovers because I think he does have a bright future. Uh, right now, the team is just still up and coming. And we kind of said that when we did their release, their schedule release a while back, a few months back. So we'll see how they get to those first four weeks, just like you said. Did you see when they hit uh um who did they hit? They hit the quarterback and the other of the team. Uh what what's his name? I don't I remember. I don't know who they were oh, playing. Oh man. You, you remember who they were playing? I don't. But anyways, speaking of quarterbacks, in the Browns game, I was very surprised that they allowed Deshaun Watson to go out there and play. And did you hear what the fans were yelling? Yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. They had a chat saying, you sick F. Of course, they didn't say F. They said the other word. But they're, you sick F. That is nuts. And if you saw – okay, I don't even know he was allowed to play since he's suspended, right? But I guess since it's going through an appeal, it, it kind of bypasses that. I'm not too sure. Uh, we don't have Reed, our, our our intel guy, to tell us about that. But he definitely needed to play the, that preseason game. He looked really rusty. It was super bad uh, to the point like where people are just like, whoa. Yeah, we, I think – I think if I remember correctly, he went like one for five for 13 yards or something like that. Uh, of course, he only played, I think, one or two drives. But still, like, you have the Browns, bro. Like, you have Amari Cooper. I don't know if he was playing or anything. But, I mean, you have some good targets out there. And you went one for five. Uh, it's just insane to me. But, I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, he needs a lot of work. He hasn't played in almost two full seasons. Uh, Pete's like, where's Reed when we need him? Oh, he's, he's probably asleep, man. man. He's probably asleep. He, he said he was going to go out there and start his own Packer podcast. Like, he didn't need Not So Pro anymore. He left. He's gone. He's out of here. That, that's it, man. <laughs> I don't know. You got to talk to him, Pete. I don't know. 
Um, <laughs> but it was Jalen Hurts, dude. It was your boy. Oh, my boy. Yes. They're, they're playing against the Philadelphia Eagles, and Jalen Hurts was running to the sideline, and boom, there was a late hit. And the head coach from the Eagles were like, what the F, Salah? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in the press conference. He was like, oh, man, yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> I don't get how it could be his bad, though. He wasn't the one doing it. But at the end of the day, he has to take full responsibility of, of yeah. allowing that hit to occur to their starting quarterback. <laughs> that, that, that was pretty funny. But that was scary because his hit was pretty hard. And his his uh, Vincent's MVP season would have been out of here, gone, <laughs> just like Reed, out of here. Um, it would have been nuts. But yeah, a lot of crazy stuff happened this this preseason game. Uh, a lot of a lot of great things as well. I mean, we saw a lot of promises, whether it be coming from Trey Lance or whether it be some defensive backs from Dallas. You know, it's just, it, it, there's a lot of good stuff to look out for. And I do encourage everyone to watch these preseason games because you are allowed to watch these rookies, these undrafted free agents, these uh these players that have been in the league for so long but never really got a chance to come out here and show what they got not one last time but one last for for another chance to make the team and to actually get paid to feed their family this is awesome you see these guys go all out uh, of course you don't see the, the best of gameplay it looks like you're watching the usfl out there <laughs> but um you do get to learn a lot of stuff and we're just another step closer of hitting that nfl season i am so excited i hope you're excited too vince but i am man uh just speaking on that a little bit watching the preseason games i know there was a uh a player that got to play this past week of uh, uh, preseason games one, uh, but he's been in the league since 2008. I believe his name is Josh Johnson. He's a quarterback and he hasn't played in a long, long time in the NFL, but he's been a backup for a long, long time. And he's jumped around. to I think almost half of the NFL teams in, uh, in existence right now. So uh, you get to see some guys like that who jump around from the USFL to the AFL when it was up and running. Uh, so really look at who your team has on their bench and see who are the backups and who are the guys who have amazing stories. So that, that's what I watched the preseason for as, as well as hard knocks as, as well. Yeah, it, it's great. And especially during the season, you guys, we're going to have a lot of content for you guys where, where we're going to have film. We're going to break down film, whether it be from your favorite team or just a random team of the week. Uh, we got we got a lot of stuff coming for you. But I do want to bring up another quarterback with the name of Kyler Murray. And I know he didn't play, but as you guys know, now <laughs> we are a not-so-pro Kyler Murray show. Okay, that's who we are. We don't like Kyler Murray anymore. He's stuck up. He has too much money, but he doesn't deserve it. I mean, he might deserve it athletically, but nah, not really. Anyways, preseason, he was given a chance to go out there and coach to play calls. Yeah, or call plays. I mean, yeah, he was out there calling plays for the Arizona Cardinals, and this is how it went. First, first series, three plays, negative eight yards. Second series. <laughs> Three plays, eight yards, punt. Third series? Was it two plays interception? No, I think it was just two plays and the game ended. The game, that was bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, obviously, he does not play Madden. All he plays is Call of Duty. So, I why? I mean, I get it. I kind of like that uh, Kingsbury did that for Kyler Murray because 
when you have quarterbacks like Tom Brady, when you have quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, you know, the greats, the guys who are supposed to be getting paid that type of money, uh, they could go out there and they could call those plays. They call the offense because they know how to read the defense and what to do in certain situations. So, hey, Calum Murray, you're getting paid as one of these all-time greats. Let's see what you could do play calling. And it didn't work out, you know, and I get it. You know, he had, you know, the second strings in there, third strings in there. He wasn't in there. But still, you're, that's part of being a quarterback. You're supposed to know your situation. and supposed to know your players and who's on your team. Because at the end of the day, you guys are a family. And you're supposed to know who's uh, weak at one point, strong at one point. And it didn't work out that way. And it was kind of funny. I kept seeing TikToks of it. Yeah, man, but it, it's important at the quarterback position to know every single play and know how to read the defenses and call audibles off of that stuff. And according to Kyler Murray, he knows how to do all that. But when he's on the sideline, maybe it's different for him because he can't see everything. Uh, but then again, he might have a better view. You know, he might have a better view there. Gosh. <laughs> but uh, just what I'm getting at is uh, what happens if the mic in his helmet messes up and he's not getting plays uh, thrown at him through the mic do they have signals that they can do do does he have to run the offense by himself like sometimes there's critical moments in the two-minute drill or maybe he's going to play in seattle and they, he can't hear anything uh in his microphone it's, there's other places that happen that happens as well and it's like what are you going to do are you just going to hand the ball off to your running back and let him do it or are you going to call plays and run the offense like what a quarterback in the nfl is supposed to do very well said, but you said something there, Vince, which got my got the wheels turning in the old head of mine. Okay, this is a question for you and about Seattle. Okay, yep. now that Seattle looks the way they look, will the 12th man show up? Will they be there? Well, let's let's say that we'll have more fans in our stands than the Jets and the Washington. Team. <laughs> uh, so the 12s will show up. Uh it's just going to depend on the Seahawks and their gameplay to see how loud they're going to be. Uh, that's usually how it goes. I remember when I went to go watch the Texans versus Seahawks when Russell Wilson was still there. I mean, that stadium was booming, but it's because they were playing really well. Uh, so it just determines on how Gino or Drew Locke is going to run that offense, how the defense is going to look without Bobby Wagner and a few other key pieces. Uh, I mean, from what I saw in the preseason, it's not looking too hot. But then again, all the starters weren't playing. Uh, so maybe it's going to be a different ball game when week one comes around and the Broncos come to town. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. Week one should be popping uh, since Russell Wilson is going to town. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I'm super excited. I'm super excited about this season. Now we got even more week one matchups to look forward to. If Joe Flacco is a starting quarterback there for the Jets, he will be playing up against his old team, the revenge game against the Ravens. Can he do it? Can he show that the Ravens, uh, you know, did him wrong? It kind of reminds me of a, of a, Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick, you know, type of situation there. You have a very talented QB in the back and, you know, it was his time. He was supposed to be the franchise. And Lamar Jackson has proved a lot of that. Last year, he did deal with some injuries. This year, I really hope he stays healthy because in my fantasy football draft cheat sheet, I ranked him a little high. I, I, I even put him right above Hertz. Okay. Ooh. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> 
But when he is healthy and when he does have a team that he is comfortable with and he, when he does have a backfield that doesn't get injured after every step, he is phenomenal when it comes to fantasy football. Insane. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. It, it, it's tough. You, would, you wouldn't rank Lamar Jackson ahead of Hurts? Uh, with the season that I think Hurts is going to have, I will not, but he's very close behind. Uh, Lamar Jackson is just another guy when he's healthy and his offense is healthy, they're going to be running on fucking like three engines, man. Like <laughs> not, not one engine, three. I mean, they're going to be rolling and rolling and rolling. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, Lamar Jackson, he's going to prove something. Uh, he wants to get paid big bucks as well. You know, I, I don't know if he has a contract that already uh, he got paid or an extension is coming up, but, I mean, he's a guy that's always had to prove himself in the eyes of the media for some reason. But to me, he's a great quarterback. So, uh, but again, Jalen Hurts is going to have an amazing season, guys. I sure hope so because <laughs> now I'm considering drafting him at like that fifth pick if he does you, fall. You stay away. Stay away. He's mine. <laughs> My first overall pick, right? <laughs> That'll be nuts. Um, but yeah, um, fantasy football is right around the corner. Football is right around the corner. I'm excited. I know we're all excited. Um, he says, sorry, Hurts isn't going to win the division, says Pete De La Pena. Uh, I, I got to agree. You know you know where I stand. I think the Cowboys will win that division. I think they are too, um, too much of a team. As far as talent-wise, it's now cutting it close. But I still think Cowboys have more talent on their team offensively, especially defensively. Oh, yeah. But – then again, look at Zach Wilson. Injuries are part of the game. We don't know what will happen. Hopefully, everyone can stay healthy. But it's just the way it is. But, yeah, there you go, guys. We talked a little bit about preseason. Zach Wilson, uh, Deshaun Watson playing for some reason. Lamar Jackson, who's in contract talks right now, by the way. So you might have some news coming up for you guys. Uh, might be the highest paid quarterback now that they're just throwing money everywhere. Who knows? But... A lot of content coming out, you guys. Stay tuned. Tomorrow we are having our fantasy football talk that will be at 6 o'clock, you guys. So stay tuned there. If you are part of our fantasy football league, go check the Discord that I sent a link on. We have all of our information there and when it's going to start, what time. And we're going to have a lot of fun stuff just in the middle of the season, preseason evenly. I might show some stuff tomorrow to help you guys out. But I'm super excited. A lot of fun. And if you haven't yet... Go find us on TikTok. Please, guys, we need the likes. People are being too mean to us. Go find <laughs> us on TikTok and put, leave down a nice comment just for the sake of us because my little core zone cannot take it anymore. <laughs> Thank you all so much. And until next time, you guys, without read, here we go. Keep on grinding. <laughs> See you later. Reading?